Financial Times in London, I'm Vanessa Cordicas and this is FT News. Exchequer, the Right Honourable Philip Abbott. I report today on an economy that has continued to confound the commentators with robust growth, a labour market delivering record employment and a deficit down by over two-thirds. That was UK Chancellor Philip Hammond presenting his spring budget with some good news on the economy, but against a backdrop of heightened uncertainty as the government prepares to enter formal talks on leaving the European Union. Here with me to discuss the main points are Chris Giles, the FT's economics editor, Henry Mance, political correspondent, and Claire Barrett, personal finance editor. First, Chris, what did you make of today's budget statement? This was the last budget before Britain formally notifies the EU that it intends to leave. And the good news for Philip Hammond was that the economy hasn't performed really badly over the past three months. In fact, it's pretty much identical when you get to the end of the forecast period in 2021. In the short term, very good news, growth up to 2% in 2017, public finance is a lot better. The years after that are a bit worse than they were, so it balances out in the long term. The biggest measure was an attempt to bring more fairness to the tax system between employees, the self-employed and owner-managers, with the self-employed having to pay more national insurance from next year and owner-managers paying greater taxes, particularly on the dividends they pay themselves. Henry, was there anything politically significant in this budget? Anything to offend or please voters? This wasn't meant to be a a radical budget. It wasn't meant to have too many things to rock the boat. But there's one thing in it which potentially causes a bit of a rebellion amongst Tory MPs, and that's a rise in national insurance for workers earning about £16,000 a year or more, self-employed workers. That goes against a manifesto commitment by the Tories, and it will be picked up on by both moderate Tories who aren't aren't so aligned with Theresa May and also by Labour politicians. Unfortunately, Jeremy Corbyn, the Labour leader, didn't actually mention it in his response to the budget. And finally, Claire, many of your readers are investors and savers. Which points would you highlight for them in today's statement? So the biggest surprise for investors in today's budget was the reduction in the tax-free dividend allowance. Now, George Osborne set this up. It's only been in place for around a year giving you a tax-free slab, £5,000 that you can have a tax-free dividend if you're uh, an owner of a company or if you're just an investor who has shares in a company held out with the tax-efficient ISA structure. So from next April 2018, that's going to be cut right down to £2,000 worth of tax-free allowance. So lots of readers will probably be upset about that. However, they'll be less upset that there was absolutely nothing at all um, in the Chancellor's announcement today about changes to the way pensions will be taxed, which more Um, wealthy people have been a lot more worried about. However, you don't know what he's going to do in the autumn, so watch this space. Thanks to Chris, Henry and Claire for their swift roundup of the main points. And if you'd like to read more on the UK budget, go to ft.com forward slash budget. We'll also be taking a more in-depth look at the budget in our FT Money Show and FT Politics podcast this week, so look out for those. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.